This is the Pete Wong Podcast, sharing the things that I love with those that I love. I've always wanted to talk about the things that I care about in life. People have told me time after time, why don't you just share more of you? And with that, let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's The Pete Wong Podcast. How's everyone doing out there in the world? Um, I have with me a very special guest today. Uh, Today, I have one of my best friends. Uh, I've known this guy for quite a while, quite a while. Uh, uh, We, um, I'm going to get into how we knew each other in a little bit here, but uh, I have with me my buddy, Josh. Do you go by Josh or Joshua? What would you prefer? Most people call me Josh. All right, we're going to go with Josh. All right, uh, Josh Dirud. And uh, how are you doing today? Doing all right. Doing yeah. All right. It's been a crazy week, but... It's been a crazy week. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's been crazy for you? Uh, you know, lots of ups and downs. Some things just not panning out. And some, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, yeah. It's up, been a busy one. A busy day. one. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you know... Um, I, I I really appreciate you. Uh, uh, one thing that y'all might not know about about Josh is he's normally the guy behind the camera, and so it's really gracious and really uh, awesome uh, of you to um, want to you know be so enthusiastic when I when I talk to you and you're like yeah I'll do it and uh, so I'm really excited for everyone to to be able to meet you and uh get a get a glimpse if not uh more of uh of you because uh you know you mean a lot to me and and you know our friendship is is so important our brotherhood is so important uh in my life and i just i'm I'm excited to 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 share it with others um so first of all i I wanted to say that it's because of josh that that the podcast even uh got started um, I was having, you know, a lot of thoughts, a lot of, you know, kind of like, you guess you could say cold feet. And I just, one, one day, uh, coming back to Minnesota, I was hanging out with Josh and, and he gave me, um, just a couple things that he said, uh, that, that he was helping somebody with their podcast. And from then on, it, it was like, go. And I just, you know, anything that, that Josh, uh, is, is supporting and rooting, uh, I always have full confidence, and so it just made me feel even more confident to to p- pursue this. And uh, so, you know, I really got to thank you for for that. And um, we're actually at uh, Josh's studio, um, so we'll talk. Welcome. So yeah, yeah. So it's uh, really great uh, to be here, and and uh, so so the podcast uh, is definitely uh, the the beginnings, the origin uh is is because of um the catalyst is because of josh so thank you for that and uh um i'm I'm just really grateful for that so um so i'm gonna let josh uh start off by sharing uh about about him and just tell us you know about uh, about who you are and whatever you want to share and and uh and uh we'll just start there okay uh yeah what i'm not sure what you want to know pete uh let's see I, I've known you for, I think, 21 years, maybe 22 or pretty, somewhere around there. It's been a long time. Yeah. I knew that we were in, I know it was like I was in early 20s. Yeah. Sorry, we were in our early 20s. Yeah, we 20s. were in our early yeah. 20s. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, I feel like as much as you have just given me 
the uh, uh, just that that catalyst for helping you start mm. this i feel like you've helped me start many other things in my life i think i wouldn't really be into video production as mm. much uh, except for you know m getting to know you and the support that you had and your interest mm. in in film at the time when we were just starting out our friendship so yeah. uh, that's been a huge support in kind of just getting me in the door i think you might have introduced me to asian media access Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, probably back yeah. in the day. Yeah, uh, that was kind of our, our kind of start into yeah. the foray of trying to make movies. That's right. Is that what we're trying to do? <laughs> I don't know if we actually succeeded. Well, we did make at least one together. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe more. A I don't few, even know. I, think, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember actually. either. Those yeah. are old things. I hope nobody sees them. No, <laughs> no, they were fun. They were fun. It's okay. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, I think that kind of started mm -hmm. me down that path. And we met because I had a, uh, I was in Chinese class language at the University of Minnesota with your sister, mm -hmm. Janet. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of the start. And I actually got to know Janet because we actually were going to the same church. Right. And um, it just kind of all came together where we ended up in the same class. And then I got to know you and it all, it, it kind of went from there. And I think we've had quite quite a journey quite a journey yeah so yeah we've always i think like you said we're family you know we've always been intertwined everything that we've we've done and been interested in mm -hmm. from martial arts i think that was an early comment shared interest yeah martial arts film video or video uh, video related things i should say yeah um yeah and anyway from there i i i kind of really i ended up getting into sound more mm. than film uh just because cheaper hmm. cameras are expensive at yeah. least back then now they're way cheaper now right. but um <laughs> or affordable is probably the better way to say it then uh but uh but yeah uh, uh you know i started doing sound and uh you introduced me to two psych hmm. i think and um then i got involved with his open mic uh doing live sound for his open mic and i was doing live sound for my church as well but uh that helped train and learn how yeah. to how to have an ear for for live things and then now i think one of my main gigs is uh working as a recordist hmm. uh for video related things so it's uh uh audio for video uh it's basically how you describe what a recordist is hmm. and so um that's one of my main gigs right now but yeah now i have the studio and yeah you know doing the video thing as well but uh yeah awesome awesome yeah uh Josh uh, brought it up, but uh, uh, one of the one of the things about our friendship is the um, the the commonalities. Um, I started thinking about it as I was taking my notes, and it's like uh, uh, we we both uh, are martial artists, and we both love martial arts. And uh, if if any of you want to know like like the ins and outs of Wing Chun. Uh, Josh is is the guy to contact, uh, you know, in Minnesota. Uh, so if you're in Minnesota, you want to learn Wing Chun, contact this guy. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll at least set you in a direction, hopefully the right direction, but I'll set you in a direction. Uh, they could get started at least. Uh, sure. Um, that's that's where I uh, uh, learned uh, hands on, you know, uh, Wing Chun, and, and still uh, have been practicing what what you've showed me. Um, the other thing is movies. 
Uh, we love movies. We, we, you know, whatever, whatever types of movies, uh, you know, definitely are uh, specific genres that we both uh, gravitate towards more than others. Um, but also uh, comics and, and, you know, mm-hmm. you're a big, uh, big uh, enthusiast, fan, uh, admirer of comics. And I think uh, you want to talk more about that? Like, just, oh, um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, there, there's so many things to talk about, but, uh, yeah, I get, um, whenever, when I was very young, I was interested in, in just drawing illustration, drawing, Mm, um, and, uh, I had an aunt that was actually an illustrator as her, as her job. She did illustrations for books. Um, uh, and, uh, that was really, um, she's really inspiring, Mm. I think, uh, it's, um. Chris Wold Dirud. Uh, but, uh, you know, so that, that was kind of mm. cool to see, oh, somebody can do this. And mm. then somewhere as a young kid, I don't even know how I got my hands on it, but I got my hands on an issue of Spider-Man. Oh. And it was like the cover had been torn off. It was just like just <laughs> like the bare pages. Um, but but I, I feel like I read that one issue, like cover to cover, like, so many times, like, I don't even know. Just because that's the only issue, the only thing I had. I was probably like six okay. or something, six or seven. And um, Was this an early issue of Spider-Man? Yeah, or? I mean, it was, okay. I mean, we're talking 80s, early 80s. So, I mean, there was some development, obviously, but it was Amazing Spider-Man and, you know, one of those early iterations. I know there's been several iterations before that because Spider-Man morphed a lot, but mm-hmm. uh, all almost all those old superheroes have. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, and that just kind of, you know, this sort of mm. interest or love for that genre of art mm. um, had developed there. And yeah, I have. M- uh, Marvel or DC? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's tough. That's another I podcast. Do, <laughs> you know, it is a whole nother. We're, we're talking, yeah, it's a whole different <laughs> podcast. I do, I think I... There are individual characters in D- the DC universe that mm-hmm. are are interesting to me, but I think as a as a whole, Marvel has really, uh, you know, like I said, I started off with Spider Man, yeah, and so kind of I've I've kind of been in that that Marvel world for a long time, but I think you know there's always those those individuals that DC really just pulls forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was a kid, um, so. You know, again, growing up in the 80s, so radio was still a thing back yeah. then. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so I remember going, when I would visit my grandparents in northern Minnesota, um, there wasn't a lot to do. They didn't have a television. At least if they did, I never saw it. <laughs> um, and, you know, they, they lived on a farm, so there's lots of outdoor and farm type things. Mm. You know, run around, play with on hay bales and climb trees and <laughs> do farm stuff but um uh go find rhubarb plants and oh yeah eat raw rhubarb that was fun yum uh but uh but one of but in the early morning and when we weren't really ready to go outside or i don't know if it was a weekend or whatever there would be radio programs and i remember Mm. one of my favorites was uh the batman and robin radio show Mm. uh radio drama i guess they would call it i don't know but it was yeah it's just like stories back then it would be like what podcasts like the, the, 
story story based podcast of the <laughs> of a different era of uh, basically uh we're in this podcast world right now but mm-hmm. um but yeah so every so like batman and robin the dick grayson robin particularly and following him into nightwing a little bit um and so that's kind of where my dc knowledge starts and ends it doesn't really end there i have a little bit more lobo is amazing of course he's just a fun character to to have who lobo lobo oh, okay know, lobo. Uh, yeah not familiar with lobo. You, you got you look up lobo he's listeners lobo okay yeah right. yeah <laughs> he, you know it's fun uh <laughs> don't quote me on this or if you probably will because that's what people do but you know to me lobo is kind of the deadpool of the dc oh, universe okay. he's a little bit he doesn't take himself too seriously mm. he doesn't break the fourth wall the way at least not that i know of that deadpool does but it but it's just that kind of concept he's just there to to do things that nobody else would do yeah in yeah. a comic book oh that's cool so uh yeah it's awesome uh see we can get into this can't we all right yeah. so um so you know it, before we get into our topic that that Josh and I decided upon, um, I, I also want to point out that uh, we we also you know family you know family is something that I always right from the beginning like when we became friends uh, you just made it so easy to to um, well I think it's because you would see my family mm-hmm. uh, a lot at the church and. And, you know, you just, you had so much care towards my parents. And I think that, uh, it, it just, it just makes it easy. You know, when, 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 when people you care about or, or people you're getting to know have so much love and, and, um, empathy towards somebody, uh, you know, towards, towards someone so deep to me, my parents, that I was like, oh man, you know, like, so he basically, uh, invited himself into the family uh in other words and you know and we're more than welcome sure you know (laughs) and also and this is this is uh getting into our topic uh is um the fact that you're asian Mm -hmm. and how asian culture uh resonated with you in so Mm -hmm. many ways like i remember we'd be eating something and you'd be like uh, so into it Hmm. right and so, you know, like, like anything, I mean, not to say that you have to be Asian to, to be into something, but it's just like, you're so passionate, you're so into it that we could share that. Um, but as we got older, I think the thing that I always come back to, and I think uh, two and other good close friends would, would also uh, uh, um, say the same, is that, you know, the, the really amazing thing about Josh is that uh, he's, just, he's, he's just got such a good heart. Uh, somebody who is uh, very supportive and, and like if he's not too busy, you know, he would drop everything. And, and even if he is busy, he sometimes does drop things. And that's and that's what we're working on. <laughs> um, but I think that's I just want to point that out before we get into our topic, because I think that's what makes you so, so unique and so special is that you are that friend that like it's just it's just your part of your nature and, and you know and, and the podcast is really trying to share with people the people that i know in their nature mm-hmm. and 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 in all the work that i do i just I'm, I'm wanting to push that out there more how can we be more in our nature and so i think for you what i notice is that you know you're very you're you're just so reliable you know like 
it's just uh you know you're, you're you're someone that like wherever i am you know wherever you are we can always call each other yeah and then we can talk and then you know if we don't have a lot of time we'll just say hey like we got to keep this brief or if we have a lot of time we'll talk for hours and it's just and I, I just it never it's it's refreshing every time and i think that is uh what genuine friendships and and, and like in the previous podcast with orpheus you know we talked mm-hmm. about uh how do we sustain uh long-lasting relationships and 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 it's because we we're, we're always honest and we're always very uh, upfront about everything right. with each other. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, Josh is just so, so helpful, so supportive. And, and, uh, I just want to put that out there, um, that, and, and that's why, you know, I'm very grateful and excited to have you here, uh, because people get to see you. And in addition to, uh, all the work that goes behind, um, you know, uh, putting together the, the, the production, and uh, all the work that you've done to help me um, uh, record my, you know, my podcast when I first started. Uh, and we'll continue, you know, we'll continue to keep it going, growing. And, um, but uh, I think, I think that that's a nice setup for uh, a good time to talk about our topic. Um, do you want to introduce it or do you want me to? Why don't you? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, so Josh and I were talking about, uh, you know, what do we want to talk about? And, um, and after after we talked about it, I was like, I had another idea for a future one, but but uh, and and I think it'll be a good one too. But we wanted to talk about um, and 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 this is the interesting thing we didn't even know what to call it, right? Um, so but I I did some research and I watched some YouTube videos, okay. <laughs> no, and I read some articles too. But there's some long articles about this. Oh yeah, um, and. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say, if it's not, listeners, please let us know. Um, but I think that's why uh, this discussion is is so valuable, is because um, we don't know, we don't know if it's right or it's wrong or what to call it. But uh, I'm noticing that people are using the word mixed race. Um, so I, whether you call it multicultural, multiracial. Uh, or other terms that I apologize if uh, if some of you uh, uh, listeners out there feel offended. That's why we're having this discussion. Yeah. Um, but I, I just remember um, that one of the things that, that that stuck out in in our friendship uh, in the beginning uh, when we when we were uh, I forgot to mention that we were roommates. All right, That's right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we were roommates. Uh, how long did we live together? I don't. It wasn't a super long time. Yeah. A couple of years. A year. Or- Two years at most. Yeah, a year. Okay, yeah. but between a year and a two years. Maybe, is it? Maybe two. Maybe more. I don't know. Somewhere in that <laughs> range, one to three. Okay. Say that. Um, yeah. And I just remember Josh sharing a lot about uh, being, being a mix, being mixed race. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll let you share more about that. But um, so today's topic is, is I just wanted to uh, give the listeners an opportunity to hear. Uh, from Josh, uh, his perspective, uh, what what it's like, and and uh, uh, and then, and then for us to just go from there. Uh, I mean, I have some notes here uh, in in case uh, you know I get sidetracked or anything like that. But um, I think uh, I'd love for you to uh, to share, uh, you know, w- whatever you'd like to share uh, about um, eh, about about that, and specifically um, uh, your story. 
Yeah, it's actually kind of hard to know where to start because, um, well, for me, it starts with being in my life, but uh, yeah. but it, it, it is kind of hard to know where to start because, um, and I think I'll go back to kind of the, the terminology thing yeah. that you started off talking about. Um, uh, mixed race is, um, uh, it's probably a common, mm. common way to describe somebody who has uh, um, parents who are from different cultures or from different backgrounds. And I think uh, um, uh, there's been a lot of other terms that people use, especially even to d describe specific combinations mm -hmm. of cultures, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, some of those are can be derogatory um, or have derogatory origins, but have been then reclaimed in a sense in some cases. Um, and to be honest, I have done a lot of research in the past, but mm. some of that is so long ago that everything's foggy. Oh. Um, so, but I have a few thoughts on certain things and I know there are certain terms that people was okay for a while and then people realized yeah. that's not okay. That happens in, in, in multiple, uh, multiple actually of the names or terms used for mm. people with mixed origin or mixed, uh, Oh, mixed origin. Mixed I origin. I like that. <laughs> one of the things for me personally, and I don't have yeah. a problem using the term mixed race personally, yeah. but as a personal aside, I I like to think we're all part of one race, the human mm. race. So when I say mixed, I might just say mixed and leave it at oh. that. I'm mixed. Yeah. Um, and just because, eh, there's nothing wrong with saying mixed race. Again, I'm not like, it's not offensive to me, <laughs> but I like to, to maintain that sort of worldview that, we are all one race. Yeah. And that as humans. And and you know, in fact I, I uh in one of the videos that I that I uh researched mm -hmm. <laughs> um it, it, they 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 mentioned towards the end there that, you know, people always talk about uh being part or being half. Yes. And and he's like, Well, I would I just I would like to put out there that, you know, that I'm actually that I would like to be known, you know, as as full. You know, as right. as full, um, right. whether it's whether it's full Asian, full you know white or you know whatever race it is, or f like you said, human. Um, so it's and and I think that's why uh, it's such a um, I appreciate us talking about this topic because it's it's not something that maybe uh, uh, especially right now is like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like top priority on people's, you know, right? Sure. But look how, look how kind of like if we weren't best friends, how tricky of a conversation this would be. Sure. Because what I just said there, even though I didn't intend to offend you, and even though I didn't mean to say it that way, I was just trying to present it, right? Yeah. But I loved it that you corrected and 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 set the tone because I I did want to eventually get to like that just the term alone mixed mm -hmm. or mixed race it, it just it, it it's kind of isolating uh when i hear that i feel like i've already isolated somebody from just being human and so mm -hmm. um but at the same time uh because of your your uh your your genealogy mm -hmm. it makes you very unique in your perspective and so could you just share with us uh, what that uh, perspective uh, yeah. is? Because I didn't even say anything yet. No, I know. Yeah. I, I realized I kind of avoided it as well. Uh, no, but... Uh, <laughs> you avoided it? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, 
subconsciously maybe. <laughs> but anyways, uh, no, I think it's it's interesting because we live in the U.S. and in mm. particular from here, we're currently in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, we're, I'm, we're both from Minnesota. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, but being Minnesotan, uh, you know, there's a lot of diversity in Minnesota, but when we were young, particularly, mm. the 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 dominant culture was a white American culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, and in some ways, there's a lot of Scandinavians in Minnesota, mm-hmm. uh, people of Scandinavian heritage. Um, there's some German, others, but, you know, it, it's, it, it, so it's, it's pretty strong here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have these terms, like they even make t-shirts with UFTA, right? Right. You know, it's very, very Scandinavian. So, um, uh, so when people ask uh, growing up, it, it's complicated because mm. people always want to know what makes me different. What's mm. different about you than me, mm-hmm. right? Where mm. are we, where do we, <laughs> uh, what's the differing parts of us? And, you know, so, you know, I usually lead with mm. my mom is Vietnamese mm. and my dad is of Norwegian ancestry mm-hmm. um uh i don't know i, I always get confused because my grandparents are uh have different um uh oh man terminologies are all <laughs> messing me up being on camera too and <laughs> yeah. being alive like oh wait i can't think of that word right now no but uh yeah. you know they have different generations of uh living in the u.s in the in mm. america in the u.s so i think like my grandpa might be i'm making this up people yeah. so my relatives anybody who's listening i don't know what i'm talking about but i'm just saying something <laughs> like on the spot people i know <laughs> something like you know maybe my grandpa is was like third generation and my grandma was second or the other way around or something like that right as mm-hmm. far as um coming from norway uh their families and and so uh so i you know that's kind of how i say it. but my mom mm-hmm. moved here from vietnam uh so uh you know, she's first generation from Vietnam. So, um, something like, or <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think you can kind of something like that one, but, uh, so that's kind of how that, that works. So usually I lead with my mom is, is Vietnamese because that's what people really want to hear. They want to know oh. what's different, you know, mm. uh, if the dominant culture is this, you know, this white or Scandinavian culture. Um, and then, um, can you guess? I'm not. Maybe I'm putting you on the spot. Can you guess what the response is? Almost, I would say 95 percent of the time, I get the same response. Oh, uh, no, you're not. No, or no, not that they oh. don't. They don't challenge it. But, oh. <laughs> but it is similar. It's along those lines. I just, I'm, I'm like trying to think. Like, I know, I'm putting him on the spot. He may be. Yeah, Pete's been putting me on the spot all, oh, you, all afternoon. So oh, yeah, it just. Yeah, I got to put it, give it back a little bit. Uh, you're. Uh, you're joking. No, no, they're not. They're, no, they're not, not yeah, no. no, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like that, but it, it's a little different. Okay. I'll, I I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, they always say, oh, that's so unique. Oh, wow. Almost like 95%. That's so unique or different mm. or original or whatever. Um, but unique is the most common word mm. that I hear. And for me, mm. yeah, I don't know how to respond to that because it, I'm just me. I'm glad to be unique. We all want to be unique 
in different mm-hmm. ways as humans. I feel like I don't think we want to just be. Um, I don't know. There, there might be some people, but it's a very small percentage that truly, in their mm. deep in their heart, heart of hearts, wants to just be a cog in the machine and not known with no name. Right? Yeah. We, we've kind of there's so many things uh, in in media in, in stories that that kind of relate to the concept of we all want to have our own name. We mm. want to have our own voice. And so that concept of being unique is not necessarily bad, but when you're trying to fit in mm. to, in a world, um, sometimes that's not super easy and that's not what you want to hear. You want to be, you want to fit in. Mm-hmm. Saying I'm new, unique means, well, you don't fit in anywhere and we don't want you. Go mm. find somebody else to hang out with, right? So that's kind of kind of what you feel like you don't fit into my group so that's interesting it's kind of most of the time as a young person now i've grown older and i've matured and i've kind of found my own identity in a way so uh things now are very different than when i was just developing a five or six year old just developing trying Mm -hmm. to find his place in the world saying you know people saying that oh you don't really fit in Mm. anywhere right You'll never fit in anywhere because you're unique. You're the only one, you know. And so, um, uh, it's been a challenge. I think trying to find people um, that that understand, you know, uh, being left out. I think what you talked about is, you know, this concept of uh, being drawn to Asian cultural things, mm-hmm. uh, particularly like your family and the Chinese, you know, Chinese things that we did together yeah uh you know the chinese new years those other all the things you know your mom giving red envelopes and and stuff you know it's uh and i i like i i said earlier i was actually taking chinese language when i was in college Mm -hmm. um uh just because i wanted to kind of understand more about things that i didn't have a grasp on and um these were ways to 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 kind of put myself closer to people that also might feel a little bit um, like a little bit like outsiders in this, you know, white dominant culture mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Um, and so, yeah, if I if I couldn't fit in with white people mm-hmm. and my mom, I never learned Vietnamese growing up. That was a, a thing. I don't know if it's something we'll get into in this podcast, but, you mm-hmm. know, uh, for whatever reason, her own reasons, uh, I, I didn't. I w- she didn't teach mm-hmm. teach us Vietnamese, and me and my siblings. Um, I've t- two, I'm in the middle of three uh, siblings. Mm. So no, we, none of us really got to learn Vietnamese, at least not from our, our mom. And so uh, that kind of put a barrier to getting closer to even the, my Vietnamese relatives that, you know, a lot of them, their first language was, was Vietnamese, mm-hmm. oh. and English was a second language. Um, and so it put a little barrier to getting to know them. And uh, so then feeling like mm-hmm. I wasn't accepted by my own family. And then being accepted, I'll say, by, say, my cousins on my dad's side of the family, um, I don't ever feel like they never purposely or anything willingly, you know, tried to push me out or anything like that. But when I grow up with, you know, using chopsticks and, mm-hmm. you know, 
liking kung fu movies mm-hmm. and and you know having these interests that you know have like asian cultural heritage asian cultural backgrounds um then suddenly i i know in the back of my head mm-hmm. that okay these people they accept me but i don't actually fit in mm-hmm. like they don't actually understand what i go through when i go home you know or when i say go home i probably mean going to school the next day or whatever right yeah uh when i go home and go to school because I, I think we always visited we went to northern minnesota which was away <laughs> and then we'd go home uh away from those family members mm. uh, and then i would be back into my my area of well i don't really fit in anywhere um and so yeah so being drawn to um the more um whether it's vietnamese or or just asian in general mm-hmm. um uh, things it kind of put me in a in a position where I could get to know people that also felt at least a little bit on the outside from this uh, oh. white dominant culture. Um, so, hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of trailing off. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of at a place where we can. It, there's yeah. a transition point here, but also we could go deeper. So I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna let you <laughs> go back to taking the reins and lead me back to where, sure. <laughs> where you want, want this podcast to go. <laughs> no, no, it's it's going exactly it's going exactly uh how, how it needs to go. Um no thank you for thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I think um, you know, as I was as I was going, you know, coming up with my notes, it, it was like it was challenging to figure out um how do like in what direction do we do we, you know, do we uh take this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, you're, you're older now and you're seeing things, you know, much differently right. and, and which, you know, I definitely do want to get to as well. Um, uh, but you brought up some, you know, very key points, um, uh, you know, not be, not feeling accepted and, um, and then where you, what outlets, you know, you, you, you had to go, you know, to find, uh, acceptance. And, um, so that's, I, I just think that, as as adults, you know, it's it's valuable to to just just to be able to say that, mm-hmm. you know, just to be able to like, I mean, I think I think what you just shared there was you know very important, and uh, you know, and even you know even gives me you know perspective on on the topic that we wanted to, <laughs> right. um, but uh, so but when you were learning the the Chinese language. Mm-hmm. That was not until like college, right? Right. Right. So, what was it? Just because that was what was available, or what? What made you choose the the Chinese language? Because that's like, you know, that's not like you know. And it was Mandarin. A walk in the park, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. And just for a distinctive, I know that people will say, "Well, what?" You know, it, we're talking about Mandarin. It was a Mandarin, Mandarin class. Mandarin. Yep. Oh, yep. Right. Your family speaks Cantonese. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so when I was in class with your sister, she was learning Mandarin. Were you guys at? Did you guys know each other at church, or you knew class first, uh, or same time? You know, that's a great question. I think technically class first. Wow, look at that. I think, and it just turned out that we ended up. Uh, it wasn't out of uh, planning that we ended up. The you know, universe. We found, we found the same same church family too. Yeah. So um, wow, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. Led, led together. Yeah. Um, it's great. I mean, you know, and obviously it brought us, you and I together, Pete, and so that's been great. But uh, I almost forgot the question. Uh, we were talking about Chinese language. Yeah. So, because um, that's a lot of time from when you were yeah. young to college. Like, um, 
Yep. Yeah. So yeah, this actually, there's a lot of perspective to be had because everybody's path, yeah. and I'm sharing my path as somebody who's mixed. Mm -hmm. And again, it's <sighs> annoying to say this, but it is unique because mm -hmm. we everybody that I talk to who has a similar, you know, whether they're mixed with, you know, two distinct cultures or more. Mm -hmm. uh, Everybody takes it differently. And the family that they're raised in raises them differently. Right. And they find identity in different ways. Mm. And um, I think in my family, we didn't have... Um, there's no direction to find identity, right? Mm. We, uh, Me and my siblings had to just find it ourselves. Mm. And so um, I can't speak exactly to how my brother and sister... Um, found their path mm -hmm. but my observation from my end of it not having a conversation with them I still haven't uh, maybe this podcast will lead me to uh, but awesome. uh, wow. like my sister is older than me so I was, you know the best I can do is follow the path that she led and as far as I could tell she just sort of there's a term mm -hmm. for people um, it's called passing right if you pass for white passing so people won't ask you oh where are you from or what you know mm. what's your heritage people never ask that correctly but anyway uh you know like where you know it's usually where are you from like i'm from minnesota born yeah. in st paul you know yeah that's where i'm from and i stop there and let them just try to figure out what oh wait what's my next question then <laughs> yeah because uh, i didn't answer what they were really asking but yeah do you, you know if you don't get asked you know where are you from or why are you different than me mm. then uh you can pass right? You're, you're mm. passing. So you just pass into the, into, again, let's say predominantly white culture. And, you know, and, and I think it's not that any of us don't have distinctive features. Um, but, uh, I think she just took advantage of just the, the ability to pass. Mm. And, um, as far as I know, didn't, you know, go any deeper, at, at least as a kid, as mm -hmm. a, as a, as a adolescent trying to find identity. Um, and things seemed quote unquote, seemed easy. Now, as siblings, we didn't discuss it, yeah. right? It wasn't a thing we talked about at home. So maybe it really wasn't easy for her, this whole... And it just looked mm -hmm. like it from the outside as a younger brother trying to find his own way a couple of years behind her, right. you know? Uh, so saying that was just mm. my perspective, right? So um, given that I didn't have a lot of direction, I just had to figure things out. And the problem, and I, I, you say the word problem, but it's just a reality, is I ended up going to private school for most of my early years. In all of that time, there were maybe, there was one mixed kid. He was, his mom was white. His dad was black. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, uh Technically three because they're siblings, but one mm. that was closest to my age uh, in that school. And then one other black student that she was a special needs student. However many years of my, my developmental years, it was all white kids mm. and just a handful of people of color and no Asian people in that school at all besides us. So, um so that really stunted my path in a sense of feeling finding a place to feel so everything that i had was media hmm. right i only could find uh find faces that looked 
Asian. Mm. I, they didn't even look like me because I don't know how I would look. It's hard to kind of describe that. <laughs> but uh, that had it that had Asian features was only through media, mm. right? And I think um, uh, like Dustin Nguyen, oh, uh, you know, Jump 21 Street. Jump Street, that was my favorite right. show because there was an actual Asian actor playing not a, not a Chinese person. Like he was playing... Who he is. He wasn't specifically yeah. Vietnamese in that show, yeah. but they never said, yeah. they never referred to him as, well, I think they, they may have. Because they go back, they show, they show Vietnam. Oh, yeah. so they did. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, yeah. I, you're, I think you're right. Yeah. I, I got to go back and actually watch those reruns. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, and so that's the first time, it's not just a Vietnamese actor playing a Chinese part. Right. Right. And I was like, so that was my favorite show. And people were like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, what's his, um, who's the... Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp yeah. is the face that everybody remembers. I did not think of Johnny Depp as the main character. I did not see it that way. To mm. me, it was it was Dustin, mm. right? And so... Shout outs to Dustin Nguyen. Right, yes, yes. Still acting. Okay. Changed my life. Yeah. Uh, well, influenced my life. <laughs> uh, and, and so that's all I had were these glimpses of, you know... Mm. The, your your token Asian character on a TV show, or again going to martial arts movies, the yeah. Hong Kong uh, martial uh, martial arts movies, and stuff like that to find my um, representation. Uh, and again, those terrible representation because they still didn't represent me. Right. The only re they represented something very different. And so, mm. um, um, going back to the language thing, my mom. My, my mom's family, my family, mm. uh, speaks northern dialect, Vietnamese. Okay. If you try to find a tape, at least when I was young, let's say in the 80s, uh, if you try to find, uh, you know, tapes, language tapes, language learning tapes, which was an interest of mine, like, well, I want to learn Vietnamese somehow. I got to mm. find the tapes, and it's all southern dialect because oh. of the war. That oh. was... Uh, and so there's no way to find a north. Nobody wants to learn northern dialect, mm. you know, unless you're a communist, you know, of course, using those terms from those days. <laughs> um, uh, and so hmm. I couldn't, there was no tapes that would teach northern dialect. And I didn't want to go to my family and talk funny, you know, mm. with an accent. So I was like, well, I just won't learn Vietnamese unless I can learn northern dialect. Mm. So I'm just not going to learn it. Um, and uh, And so that just... That's out the window. Mm. I'm not going to learn Vietnamese. So my only, you know, next step, my brother actually had went to a summer camp for learning Japanese. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. That I remember, was, yeah, the Japanese. Yeah. yeah he, mm. So he, he kind of got into some of that, you know, the Japanese side of things. And I'm like, yeah, but Japanese is so removed from Vietnam physically as yeah, far yeah, as yeah. Uh, the land masses. You know, I'm like, Japanese is so removed. China's right there. If I learn Chinese, at least it's closer, you know. I didn't know anything like culturally, like I didn't really understand. At the time. Yeah, at the time. At yeah. the time. So we're talking about a young kid like in his teens and preteens, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, if I'm going to learn anything that will get me started on the path to maybe learning Vietnamese, mm. I should learn Chinese to get some of those tones, get some of those ideas uh, oh. of, you know, uh, how the mouth should move and stuff like that. Now it's super different. I mean, the Vietnamese has seven or more tones. Mm. Uh, Mandarin has four main tones. Um, so, you know, yeah, I wasn't going to get there, but I didn't know. Yeah. I was doing this all by myself, coming up with my own ideas in my own head. <laughs> Nobody told me any of this stuff. I just came up with, look, I think if I do this, I'll be able to do that better. Right. That's mm. all I thought. 
right? There was no training, nobody holding my hand. I didn't even have anybody to ask. I didn't, first of all, I didn't ask anybody, but I didn't feel like I had anybody to ask, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I was just trying to figure it out by myself. I was a very, I'm an introvert, by the way, if it probably isn't obvious yet, <laughs> but I'm an extreme introvert. And so that was my nature is to try to figure things out by myself rather than reaching out to other people. Um, yeah. That's just kind of how I've always been. That's how it is. So, um, so that's kind of, I just made stuff up and like, well, this makes sense to me. I guess I'm going to do this. Mm. So then again, fast forward through those early years of grade school, um, getting into um, junior high, which for us, I know different people use different terms for different oh, yeah. grades. grades yeah. It, seventh and eighth grade for us, mm. uh, it was what we called junior high. Uh, I finally went to a public school in junior high. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I had my first introduction to to Hmong people oh and so my classmates and I sat I sat with on the Hmong table at lunch hmm. uh, because that's where I felt like I fit in um, <clears throat> and everybody there accepted me uh, and the cool thing about that is I couldn't fit in there was actually uh, one or two Vietnamese kids in that school in my hmm. junior high but I didn't fit in with them. Again, I didn't speak Vietnamese. And they were also jocks. And I'm, I was a nerd, right? <laughs> and so uh, the Hmong kids, you know, I think, you know, they played Magic the Gathering and other things like that. They're, they're <laughs> nerdy like me. So, and they had comic books and stuff. So we kind of got along. Um, yeah, they were way better at sports than me, but they didn't care. They let me sit at their table anyways. <laughs> um, and uh, I think basically mm. because I wasn't Hmong, I wasn't expected to know Hmong speak speak Hmong or know anything mm. about the culture right. I was I was able to be accepted without the things that was keeping me away from Vietnamese things I didn't know language my mom we had some handful of cultural things but mm -hmm. primarily we we didn't really you know follow a lot of the the cultural I guess things we celebrated Vietnamese New Year um that's really about it Mm -hmm. um, as far as cultural things. And then, you know, my mom's food was uh, very, um, what's the term they use nowadays? Uh, the mixed... Uh, like a fusion? Yeah, fusion. Okay. My mom's cooking was very fusion-like. Oh. Uh, you know, oh. using American ingredients to, uh, and cooking them in a Vietnamese way. But uh, very, and you know, every once in a while we'll have a Vietnamese dish, but pretty rare. And my mom actually cooked more Korean food than Vietnamese food, I think, growing up. Oh, yeah? Uh, I think, oh. yeah. She got recipes and just did it that way. Mm. But anyway, um, getting back to, you know, grade sc or my school experience. So as far as language goes, I think that was my thing. I was like, well, this is my path, right? I can fit mm. in with Hmong people because the expectations are low. Um, but they still have a base experience with the dominant culture mm -hmm. that I that I share. Um, but... Uh, um, but I could get away with not knowing language, not knowing some cultural things. Yeah. And it was okay to learn along the way. Um, it was safe, safe place. Mm. So, yeah. So then, yeah, getting into college, they didn't have Hmong language in college. Right. Right? Uh, not at the University of Minnesota in the 90s. Yeah. Or whenever that was. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, the n next best thing was taking Chinese class. And, and what's so interesting about that is um, kind of like full circle mm -hmm. because now that you're, I mean, obviously you're, you're when you're in college, you're older, but how closely Chinese and Vietnamese uh, are, 
you know, some words are, are the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not so uh, fluent, but I, I, you know, I had another friend uh, who was Vietnamese and he would say, oh, your last name is, uh, you know, same as mine. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's like uh, Wong and Huynh or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Right? Him, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. did I get that right? Uh, no, it's close enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so I just, it's, yeah, it's it's really neat how, how that worked out. And, and, and it's interesting to hear you uh, share um, how you troubleshooted, you know, and, and, and figured it out. You know, yeah, like on your own. That's a great you know? way to put it. So yeah. <laughs> uh, problem solve, problem solve. Yeah. Now you are the person that you are today. Um, what has changed uh, and what has stayed the same uh, regarding regarding this this topic and regarding your experience? Yeah, um, it's a great question. I st- well, let's start with something that stayed the same. Mm. People still ask me where I'm from, or now they sometimes don't say where are you from. They'll be a little more PC about it and, and say, you know, they always struggle. Uh, it's kind of funny to watch them squirm because uh, they kind of know what they're going to ask, you know, even when they start open their mouth. But, uh, you know, they, you know, hmm. you, you know, what's your background? What's your heritage? Things like that. But uh, and the response is still the same. Like I said, basically 95 percent of the time it's, oh, that's so unique. <laughs> So, uh, um, but, uh, and I've kind of learned that now, now that it's happened dozens upon dozens of times, uh, now I kind of, I can just let that roll off and know that they just don't, they don't know what response to have. Mm. And so they just kind of say something because they, you know, they they genuinely don't know what to say. Uh So, uh, I just, you know, allow them Mm. that space. And I don't take, I, I never really, again, as an introvert, I don't respond outwardly so much. Mm-hmm. And so, but now I, I just don't take it personally. If I ever did, now I, I generally don't. It's like, okay, you just, you're not educated. You don't know, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, um, so that's one thing that's mm-hmm. kind of been the same. And I think uh, I've had the opportunity to find, uh, educate myself on some Vietnamese cultural things so uh, you know one of the things also in college you know i took a uh a east asian history mm-hmm. class uh and you know just learning history was helpful understand the relationship between japan and china for instance and even you know they didn't get into southeast asia in that class but i was able to extrapolate a lot and there were little tidbits here and there mm. um you know we talked a lot about um filipino in- immigrants and you know the struggle of filipino in- immigrants um uh, following on the heels of Chinese immigrants into the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, things mm-hmm. like that. And again, as being a, a Vietnamese, I think, you know, the Vietnamese track, it predates the Hmong immigrant experience by several years, mm-hmm. um, m- maybe a decade. Mm-hmm. But uh, but there's still a lot of similarities. There's the same, the same reason we are refugees for the same reason, ultimately. Well, Basically, the Basically, same reason. I know yeah. some people might challenge that, and I, I don't mean to offend anybody because you know things happened the way they did. Mm. But um, uh, I, I think we all agree none of us really had the. None of us were in control mm-hmm. of of how Americans were going to treat us. Obviously, these are all things that they don't teach in grade schools. That's that's a a mission that I'm grateful for. Mm. Many people. 
you know, working for, to have different voices in our history classes in the U.S., mm. um, but uh, we're still working towards that. I don't think we're there yet. Um, it's a whole different, again, another topic yeah. uh, for a podcast probably. But anyway, going back, a lot of this research and things I had to find on my own, and, uh, and I've done some. Mm. I've been able to, you know, extrapolate a lot too. Uh, um, you know, learning from my Hmong friends, mm -hmm. you know, what do you get, what, what is it like for you? Okay. It's like that for me too. Or it's like that in, in, in Vietnam, in, in Vietnamese culture, we do similar things or we don't do similar things or whatever. There's, you know, as many differences as there are similarities. Yeah. Um, uh, so having all of that education behind me helps. And I think, um, the, um, uh, just having a mind that's more open again this concept of we're all human mm -hmm. i think that's you know it's not an old concept for me it's a you know in the span of my life it's a relatively new concept for me for me i wanted to find out what what did make us different mm. why am i not accepted here you know why am i different i need to learn about chinese culture i need to learn about this so i understand the differences but now i'm more interested in in what are the similarities mm. you know where do we where do we merge where do we meet uh in, in how we live in our interests and our values um and, wow. and respecting the differences yeah. of course but but really looking for more of the similarities and and where we we do meet and things so i i'm mm. less i'm not searching these days mm. for identity or for culture um that doesn't mean i won't ever but at the moment uh, i'm not searching I feel like um, a lot of it is, is through my belief system, you know, as a, as a Christian. Mm -hmm. uh, it's I've starting to get to this place where, um, again, this whole concept, we're all human. You know, uh, there are um, things where my identity is more in um, uh, being a Christian than it is being a mixed person trying to make it in this white dominant culture. Um, uh, again, I can fit in, I can pass when I need to, uh, in certain ways, you know, uh, at least emotionally I can pass. I don't know if that even ma makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I made that up uh, just now, but you know, emotionally I can pass and be like, well, I understand white culture fairly well. I fit in, in the sense mm -hmm. where I can f go with the flow and, and understand what's supposed to be happening at any given social interaction. Right. Mm. Uh, it, things make sense. Uh, so I don't have to, I'm not struggling. Okay. Am I doing the right thing? Am I mm. doing something I shouldn't be doing? Uh, am I saying the wrong thing? I can kind of, I can play it. I can, I can pass in mm. my own way of, uh, dealing with the situations. So I'm comfortable, like say comfortable, you know? Um, so I've kind of embraced that instead of shunned it or uh, instead of being embarrassed by it or mm. like, cause you know, uh, again, going back to, uh, you know, I don't, we haven't, you know, this isn't a topic you and I have talked about heavily as far as how that's gone. But, you know, um, uh, I think it's easier for me to get along just because I have, hmm. you know, some white, uh, white background mm -hmm. where somebody that's full, um, full Asian uh, might Again, we're talking about mixed and full, half full. Whatever. I know, right? Right. But somebody who, who, who doesn't have like that other culture growing up in their house um, might have a different experience. Right. Um, so in that sense, I'm privileged to have two cultures, mm -hmm. more than one, I should say more than one culture 
I don't know if two is really the right way to put it. Like I said, I still had to find a lot of things that were <laughs> Vietnamese that I didn't get exposure to. Um, mm. But uh, but yeah, you know those differences. Um, I'm kind of just rambling at this point. But yeah, things that are are different are um, are some of those things where I've kind of found myself, found yeah. my ground. Uh, I now I understand history, understand um, backgrounds, um, where people are coming from. I, I also can understand and have grace for people mm. that genuinely and like, I get it. You've never, you don't know what it's like to hang out with somebody that's Asian. Yeah. You don't know what to say. You don't know what you can say or what you can't say. Mm. Um, I'll have grace for that. You know, um, if you're willing to be educated, I'll teach you. If mm. you're not, many people aren't, then that's fine. <laughs> we'll try our best to get along if we can uh, under those circumstances. But um mm. That's yeah. great. That's that great. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, as as you're sharing, I, I feel I feel the word I was thinking was peace. Mm. I, I feel that you uh, have found a lot of peace right. with, uh, and maybe it's just, you know, part of growing up too. Um, but I, you know, I didn't mention it and, and we can, you know, the next, well, next time you come back because you're coming back. Right? Okay. Okay. Right? I guess so. <laughs> now I am. Uh, um, we don't know when, but uh, right. we'll definitely get you in front of the camera again, um, sitting down with us. But uh, Josh's faith is, is huge. It's a big part of who he is. And, uh, you know, even when we met, uh, it was a big part. And, and mm -hmm. so um, it's also an interesting part of, you know, being friends is, is seeing the growth of that and, and you know, the changes and, and, and the molding and all that. Um, so no, I, I think, I think that's a great, uh, great way to, to, um, conclude the topic. Yeah. I'll just do, I'll just do this. Okay. So at the end of the podcast, I like to do something I call five questions. Okay. So the first question and just like, just first thing that pops up, what's your favorite food and why? Oh, it's actually tough. I default to pho because it's easy to say and most people like it so they understand okay yeah i get that it's not challenging it's a it's become a phenomenon now. it has now yeah what the what the pho and, and oh boy pho. i forgot there's so many there is a lot so do you do you have a particular uh kind like like it's just the like uh lately lately no. i've been just uh you know if i have the opportunity i'll order pho duck bit that means uh special or basically it's everything uh, uh so everything in the kitchen sink yeah basically <laughs> uh, uh so uh that, that'll be my general order if it's depending on each place it might have they have different okay different things do you have a favorite restaurant Can we give shout outs shout outs to uh them? you know if i had my choice for pho i would go to Tio Chow, okay uh, on university avenue okay. but um there's lots of good places so i'm okay. not gonna all right check them all out Okay, second question. Favorite animal and why? Oh, it's funny. Somebody asked me this recently. Uh, I hadn't thought that about that question for years, maybe 10 years. <laughs> I hadn't thought about what my favorite animal. When I was a kid, uh, and I'll just claim it as current as well, mm. um, it was snow leopard. Oh. And uh, for some reason, I guess I've always been drawn to big cats because... Uh, they're solitary and I'm an introvert. So mm. like they tend to be besides lions, um, solitary, mm. uh, hunters. And so as an introvert, I could identify with that. And I thought that was cool. Mm. Um, and 
I landed on Snow Leopard because, um, because they are generally found in Asia. Really? So oh, they're called Snow Leopard. Yeah, Snow Leopard. Awesome. So like you know, African most leopards would be found in on African continent. Okay. But uh, um, but yeah, snow leopards, leopards can be found in on Asian continent. Cool. So. I'm gonna look that up. All right, third one. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh boy. I feel like that's more for me. Uh, so many times. Um, teleportation. Okay. Nightcrawler has always been a favorite of mine. Oh, yeah. And so I think I will go with teleportation. Um, like anywhere. If I could, yes. It, yeah. I mean, obviously it depends. One word that describes you. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you stumped me. Always. Um... I will go with, and with, at the risk of being pretentious, uh, loyal. Loyal. I feel like that's probably my, the outstanding. There you go. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. And then last question is when this is all said and done, I always get, I always get uh, the joke, N not the podcast, okay? <laughs> when it's all said and done, and uh, and you look back on your life. What is the thing you'd like to be remembered for? Oh. Man, that's changed so many times over my life. Uh. <laughs> you think about this one a lot? No, I don't. <laughs> well, not lately. Not lately. Okay. I, I have in the past, but lately I haven't. And that's why it's hard now. Because <laughs> I feel like any other, uh, any of my old answers just don't seem to fit anymore. What do I want to be remembered mm. for? I would hope it'd be fun if I could be remembered for genuinely loving people. Mm. But chances are that won't be the thing people say. <laughs> but if I could, that would be great if that was the memory people have. Gen what do you think? Genuine love. Say? I don't know. Somebody who, a troubleshooter. Like you were saying, I'm troubleshooting my own life, my own identity. I was trying to sh troubleshoot my identity for so many years. And I feel like I fix. I'm a fixer, right? I, I fix so many things, you know? I troubleshoot many things. So I feel like that might be what people go for. That right. might have been what my, you know, one word should have been is troubleshooter. But Oh, anyway. no. Anyway. Uh, okay. All right. Um, so before we go, um, I definitely want to give uh, everyone a chance to, to, uh, to get to uh, learn where they can learn more about you, where they oh. can contact you, uh, if you want to be contacted. Um. Right, I'm an introvert. Don't contact me. No. Uh, you know, let's see. We got to make that Instagram blow up, bro. I know, right? I do have... I'm One photo. I have one photo on <laughs> Instagram it's right now. It's me. And it's a feat. Uh, that Instagram is uh, Dijo Media, D-Y-J-O Media. Uh I will, I'm actually in the process of making a website. That's right. And as long as somebody who listens to this doesn't steal the URL, uh, I haven't bought it yet. So that's how beginning I am. It will be digomediahopefully.com. Uh, now, now I've said that out loud and I have to get it now before you, before this podcast goes live so that people don't steal my URL. But, um, we speak it into existence. It, now. it uh, 
don't go there yet because there won't be anything <laughs> for a couple of weeks at least. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I am on Facebook if you can find me there, Joshua Dirud. And um, okay, that might be. That's right, you are on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but if you Facebook message me or try to get me, don't be offended because I, I kind of look maybe once a week. Yeah. And yeah. so I probably just didn't see your post if you're trying to get a hold of me there. There you go. So Dijo Media. All right. At Dijo Media. Okay. Um, is there anything else? Uh, you know, one thing I was going to ask is, um, do you have any, before we go, do you have any advice for uh, anyone who might be, you know, going through some of the things that you shared today or even advice towards people, you know, instead of asking the question, uh, you know, where are you from? Oh, I super appreciate this closing question, but hopefully I can make myself not be over time my, on my own schedule. So um, <laughs> that's a great question. I am somebody who loves to have my experiences um, uh, help somebody else, mm. you know, where I've had trouble. Um, if it can serve to help somebody else on their path, get there easier then uh, i want to be available for that and help that in any way the problem being like i said earlier everybody's path is so different mm -hmm. i have some cousins who are are mixed like me vietnamese and and white mm -hmm. um um but their path is just different too like my sisters and my path so different my brother you know he mm -hmm. chose not that this is a defining factor but you know he chose to learn Japanese when I chose to learn Chinese, right? It's like mm -hmm. we just had different concepts of what what we wanted to our identity should be, should be or what it would be. Mm -hmm. um, so I think just recognize that everybody's different, but just because we're different doesn't mean we're not the same too. Mm. Uh, and finding people that will support you, like I found you, Pete, mm -hmm. and Tusike, uh, and people that supported me in wherever i was at at the time uh mm -hmm. finding where i'm at uh finding out who i am in my identity um and uh, that's been super helpful uh finding people that even if they don't share your exact perception or identity they might have tidbits like like you pete mm -hmm. you know ha you know we share so many interests and it was allowed me to get to know your family and learn more about you know chinese things um uh, at least from your family's perspective, yeah. uh, and and things like that, and so um, uh, and education is is great, you know, just learning the history, even if it doesn't help you find identity, knowing the history of why certain people might have issues with different groups of people mm. um, helps. At least it doesn't give answers, but it helps to just understand. Um, mm. So that that's a little tidbit of advice, but really, you know. If you are one of those people, do try to find me. I'd be willing to talk, talk you through mm. stuff. If things seem hard, you don't understand, especially if you're younger, even if you're older, actually. Maybe it's worse if you're older. Mm. Um, and then um, people, what to ask? I don't know. That's yeah. a tough question because I, you know, the question is there. It's in the back of your head. You want to know. <laughs> but um, I think just try to see people as people. Um, where their their background is important. Don't get me wrong. Everybody's background is valuable and important. Mm -hmm. uh, and it makes us different, which is also it makes us unique. Uh, but <laughs> it, it it's it's important. It's important to it, it it does shape, you know, how we think about things. So understanding that, okay, um, if you're uh, 
Chinese from China, then you might have a different view of a certain thing than if you're Chinese American, mm -hmm. right? Um, there's a whole, oh boy, we can get into whole many things. So many oh. things. There's so many conflicts between you know African immigrants and, and Black Americans. Yes. Right. African Americans. Right. So um, there's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things that could be said, but I think seeing people first as mm. human, right? is valuable and if you can get that and understand that we all are trying to get through this world mm. we all might have different identities or things that we identify with but i hope we all identify as human and i hope that i identify as human with you as well that you see me that way rather than another way and again we didn't even touch on the half and and full uh i feel now that's a huge thing too oh. I, I skimmed over that okay but there's terms i'll just say it now mm. hapa is a term. It, it's a Hawaiian origin. Uh, um, it originally was thought to mean half. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I went by that. I, I, I used that as my identifier. I'm Hapa. Oh. But n after more research, I realized maybe it's not appropriate to use. And people need to do their own research. It, it, there isn't a defining right or wrong, I don't think. Uh, but I've chosen mm -hmm. now to kind of leave that uh, marker mm -hmm. um, and let other people use it if they choose to. Okay. but uh, not to choose it myself. But yeah, it means half. And I felt like that was a perfect thing, cause mm. half. But again, I'd rather be full, mm. you know. Um, I have a good friend who is younger. He's in high school, and he has a great quote that maybe we'll have to post it afterwards because I have to find it. I don't have the exact quote. Please. But he made a great yeah. quote. Um, uh, his name's Elijah Burns. Uh, his his mother is black, and his dad is white. Mm. Um and uh, it, it's just such a great thing about being full, whole. Uh, you know, being it seems like you're half and half, but you're not. You're you're one whole person. Uh, I have to find that quote. It's so great. Yeah, he, please, he, please do. I'd love to share. That's really great. Um, hmm. Anyway, um, what was the last thing? Oh yeah, so that's what I'd say. I don't know if there's a right way to ask the question. What's your heritage? What's your family background? Um, you know, might be something that's okay to say, but hmm. I, I don't don't lead with that, man. Uh. Don't lead with that unless you're genuinely like never going to see this person again and you just have to know. First of all, it doesn't matter if you're never going to see them again, then hmm. their origin doesn't. What does it matter? They're humans and they're trying to live in this world with you. You know, maybe we're at a shopping, you know, at Target or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're going to get to know me, it doesn't matter to you what my background is. Right. Yeah. But if we're going to get to know each other, you know, don't make it don't lead with that. You know, find me as a whole person first. And then if it comes up or if I haven't answered your question after weeks of knowing me or whatever, then maybe, yeah, okay. So it does, because it does matter where we're from. It, like I said, the the way we respond to things will be so different if you're, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, a, a Chinese immigrant or if you're, uh, you know, uh, you know, third generation right. Chinese born, right? You summarize it, you know, just... Um approach me first as human and we'll, we'll just proceed from there. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, you know, that's something that we all could, could learn and, and have and, at, at our tool belt right now, especially right now. Um, you know, how the world, the country, you know, as, as people put it, uh, uh is being divided. Um, I'm somebody who knows it, hears it, but does not 
like to perpetuate that. I mm-hmm. like to perpetuate uh, the things that I want to manifest. So like what you've just shared with us today, I'm really glad that we did this. I'm really glad. I think uh, uh, I know well, the things that you have shared are um, going to be very helpful. So well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, you got it. All right, folks. Uh, so again, you can catch Josh at uh, Digital Media. And uh, if you have any other questions, uh, hit them up and uh, hit them up for some production uh, questions or uh, if you need some, some, some shooting or some audio stuff done, hit them up, any questions. Uh, with that, we'll let you all go. Enjoy your week. Please don't be stressed. Uh, as, as stressed as you think you are, please uh, uh, get a, give yourself a, a chance to breathe and right. uh, spend some time with your the people that, that love you and um, that admire you and respect you for being who you are, uh, just for who you are. Um, uh, that's it. We'll catch you next week. And uh, as always, uh, remember, you are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. And remember, you are loved, you are enough, And you are worthy. Blessings to all of you.